0: A'uzu billahi shaitani rajeem. Bismillahi rahmani rahim La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Sallallahu Alaihi wasallam. I greet you, my brothers, and if there are sisters present as well, with the beautiful greeting, greeting used by messengers and prophets of Allah, a greeting of harmony, a greeting of peace. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is my privilege to be back here again. This is my 84th visit to Cape Town and my 70th Jum'a Lecture, Alhamdulillah. And today I want to continue with a lecture that I gave here a few months ago on making du'a intelligently, making du'a effectively, making du'a elegantly. And so the Quran tells us that Allah says that if you invoke him he will surely respond. It says those that are too arrogant for them is the fire of hell. It says invoke him he will respond but for those that are too arrogant there is nothing but the fire of hell allah is promising us that if you ask him if you turn to him he will respond and in another verse it says when my servants ask thee o muhammad then say i am near allah is always available allah is always accessible say that i am near and i respond to the invocation of the supplicant when he calls upon me So Allah tells us That he is available to us In other places of the Quran He says that do not take any helpers Or friends or protectors Other than Allah Take Allah as your protector It says that in the, in the glorious Quran It also says that Allah has power over all things His power over all things And that Allah is sufficient for us see and the Quran says many times it says Allah hear at all things Allah hears your prayers and in the hadith it is said that Dua is the best form and is the essence of Ibadat the best form and the essence of Ibadat is making Dua that it averts misfortune <coughs> if any problems are coming your way if you make Dua intelligently Effectively and elegantly it averts misfortune, problems. And in the hadith it is also said that dua has the power to change your destiny, your qadr. So we also hear in the hadith that it is said that dua is the weapon of the believer. Dua is the weapon of the believer. So. It gives me great privilege to be here and to firstly glorify Allah. Because Allah says, if you remember me, I will remember you. Allah says, if you do not remember me, then yours will be a depressed life. See, Allah is in the Quran giving us guidance. And I am grateful for this platform. I said today is my seventh year Jummah lecture. I wonder, if I wasn't giving lectures around the country, would I research the subject? Would I look for knowledge? I doubt it. How many of us there actually sit and research this kind of knowledge? I wouldn't. I don't think so. So I appreciate this platform because it gets me to seek knowledge. The Quran says, "O oh Allah, increase me in knowledge. See? and those who know and those who don't know are not the same the quran tells us so the knowledge of glorifying allah that allah is the first allah is the first you know iman Tawheed is the first principle of islam our awareness of allah who is always present who has given us gifts and favors hearing, smell, taste, touch our mind to understand life on this planet. Allah has given us gifts, favors and the Quran says let them in the gifts, favors and mercy of their Lord rejoice. It is better than what they pursue. You know every day we pursuing things. We are physical beings in a physical world. So we get lost in the physical world and all the things that are about this world, we get lost in it. So would I have been doing this research and talking about Allah? Would I have been doing this research and talking about dua, the weapon of the believer? Unlikely. Our lives are such that we get lost in the world. And busy doing things, making money, paying bills, whatever it is, you know what you get lost in, what holds your focus and your attention. And we don't become aware of Allah. We don't take the time. Some of us actually make our salah without Allah consciousness. We just do it because you have to do it. Somebody said here in Cape Town, I'm going to Klaar Mark. Marking Klaar. Do you understand? So becoming aware of Allah and living in His presence and beginning to recognize His glory that without Him we would not be. I would not exist. I am You are only because of Allah. If it wasn't for Allah, I would not be, and I would not be in this beautiful form that we are in human form. Allah says, "Is that that we have created you in the best of molds, beautiful forms, with mind, with intelligence, with a heart to feel love and joy." So I would, I don't think I would stop to glorify Allah if I didn't choose to take these platforms, and I'll get lost in the world. So I build this into my life. So that i can remember allah at least on a friday with my brothers and sisters that we can focus on the one who is worthy of our focus you see what is more worthy of our attention than allah and oftentimes a lot of people think it's our problems when we have problems in that moment we lose sight of allah completely then we become desperate to skelter and we try all avenues and when nothing works we then turn to allah to make dua So we're talking about Allah All praise and glory be to the one that has given us life Created us in the best of forms Endowed us with mind, reason, heart, love, joy, creativity placed us on a planet that is beautiful That if you plant one seed you get a tree with hundreds of fruits All praise be to Allah The one that we were not And here we are with eyes Scientists can't create an eye Here we have two And it was from nothing. And now it's here. All praise be to Allah. Allah is supremely powerful, yet we forget that. Because through our schools and universities, we get taught to trust in your own mind and trust in your own intelligence. And we forget about the intelligence that is Allah, the supreme intelligence. So we don't use the supreme intelligence. And du'a is the way to use the supreme intelligence. You see, going through school, Many of us know that you get good grades in school, you get your A's or whatever, they'll say you're very intelligent. You get your degree or diploma, you learned how to do motor mechanics or fix a pipe or plumbing or do an operation or something and they'll say you're very intelligent. Got your certificate, right? But I must tell you, brothers, that that is not intelligence. That is called competencies. You can learn your alphabet and you can get a smiley face in grade Do you understand? You can learn your mathematics and work out subtraction. You learn competencies in school. And you learn competencies at university. Nobody ever really gets an education in school and university. Very few people are really educated. So we fool ourselves thinking we're smart. Why? I can run a business. I'm intelligent. I'm good at it too. I can... Develop my household in the way that I wanted to be. I got control over my wife, my children, I got control, I'm intelligent. You see, we learn to rely upon ourselves, we rely on our minds, we rely on other people, we rely, rely on the things of this world and we think we're intelligent. The truly intelligent among us is the one who recognizes the intelligence that is Allah and uses that intelligence. Many of us are using our own intelligence and living through life. And some of us are successful. We know how to run a business. We know how to make money. So we think we got no problems, you see. I know how to bring money to me. So i got no problems. Others are trying to get money to come to them. Can't come. They think they got big problems. The real problem is that we fail to acknowledge Allah. And we fail to use the intelligence that is Allah for our purposes. Allah says in the glorious Quran. That... Allah changes conditions when you change what is in your heart Verily Allah will not change a condition of a people Until they change what is in their hearts You see we can't really change things in life We can't, we don't have that power Only Allah has that power The kind of relationship you have with your spouse, you can't change that. Whether you have success in this world or not, and that's not just about money. Look, when a lot of us think about making dua and Allah's blessings, the first thing we think about is money. Allah's blessings is health. Allah's blessings is wisdom. Allah's blessings is joy. Allah's blessing is love, connection. Allah's blessing is when people contribute to their own lives, their loved ones' lives and society's lives. Allah's blessings is more than you getting money and sorting your problems out. That is a very narrow view of what blessings of Allah is. You see? So many of us, we turn to Allah only when we got a problem. And we think we're making dua. We are not. What we are doing is simply acting out desperately. It means I tried myself to sort this problem out. I couldn't. I asked other people for help. They couldn't. Now nobody knows how to help. Let's turn to Allah. Maybe He can sort it out. See? We don't turn to Allah <coughs> to change our lives. So we, don't ch- we don't say, Allah got this problem, sort it out. Allah got that problem, sort it out. Allah is not that kind of helper. See? Is not somebody there just to sort out when you got problems. You can live your life in denial of him. You can trust your own intelligence and work your own life. Now when it fails, Allah, you sort this problem out for me. And then when he doesn't sort it out, we think, that maybe in the hereafter, he'll sort it out. Maybe he'll come later. Maybe I, did, I was guilty. I did something wrong. Allah says that the, the praise of those that have no faith and nothing but vain prayers the prayers of those who have no faith is nothing but vain prayers if you fail to acknowledge the intelligence that is allah supreme has power over all things available to you here now if you fail to be in a state of rejoicing of that when you turn to make dua and you are feeling desperate and insecure that is not dua In the remembrance of Allah, our heart finds reassurance, tranquility. When you contemplate Allah, in that moment, you release all your affectedness and your worry and you glorify Him. See? That's why Allah says in the glorious Quran He says, O you who believe, seek help through patience and prayer. Verily, Allah is with the patient. Now I've got a problem, you sort it out now and it's not getting sorted out, I'm getting even more upset. See? We are not turning to Allah remembering that verily really the greatest of all things is the remembrance of Allah. That in the awareness of Allah do hearts soften. You're feeling threatened, you're feeling afraid, you're turning to Allah, you're holding on to your affectedness, you're holding on to your problem, I've got a very serious problem, nobody can help me, will you help me? You're not releasing into the loving embrace, you're not releasing into the support of Allah, Allah is Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. And whenever his servant turns towards him, he responds. You see, Allah says in Surah Baqarah, that he will respond to us when we respond to him. Now the thing is, we are not responding to Allah, meaning to recognize, firstly humbly, That we have no power at all And his is the power La ilaha illallah That there is no power in the world Now how many of us have idols? My boss, it's because of him He pays me well, so I'm okay I need to please my mother-in-law If she is happy with me, then I'm okay I need something from this world I need somebody in this world Without my business, I'm nothing What do you think is the power in your life? What do you live controlled by in the world? That's the question. Because that is your idol. And usually when your idols are threatened, you turn to Allah. My business is not doing well. Now I'm going to be in big trouble. Please help me. Oh, this person, I need them. I can't do without them. I'm too affected without it. We are turning to the created world, forgetting the Creator. Of the created world Sufficient is Allah for us Allah has power over all things Allah hears it all Praise And Allah responds But for those who have faith So we are to use Dua intelligently Not ignorantly We are to know That the first thing that we need to have Before anything in the world is faith When you say I need money And you get affected I need this man not to leave me. I need this job I can't do without. What is it in the world that you think you can't do without? What is it in the world you think takes care of you? Is it your money? Takes care of you? Because you have it, you're okay? Your money doesn't create reality. It has no power. Your intelligence has no power. We live in a dream of our own world. That we have power. Money has Power. We've created a world that is different from the world of those who know, those who believe, those who know the power of Allah, and those who experience the power of Allah. See? We have the opportunity to turn to Allah joyfully. That nothing, you have power, of, I would not be if it wasn't for you. You are my creator. Money did not create me, the thing that I need. I need this money It did not create me It did not give me existence It did not give me my sight, my hearing My speech, my heart, my mind This thing that I'm going crazy without That I need it That think it is it Did not give me Everything that Allah has given me This is why these are idols When you say I need something in the world I need a job badly That job didn't give you a life I need somebody to love me That person didn't give you existence And the gifts and favors of Allah The only thing we really need Is faith, is Iman The only thing we really need We already have Which is Allah The only thing we really need Is guidance, which we have Through the beautiful Quran, the glorious Quran And through the most excellent example Of the beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam So, how do we feel when we are worried? When you got a problem, my body is dying. Now, went to the doctor. Doctor, you give shifa. Doctor says, sorry, can't help you. Then you go to other people, sorry, can't help you. Now we turn to Allah as a last resort to sort out problems. See? Now, it is Allah who gave us life. It is Allah who gave us the gifts and faculties. It is Allah who gave us the abilities that we have, He has already cared for us And He cares for us now, in this very moment He cares for us If it wasn't for Him, you would not exist If it wasn't for Him, nothing would exist He allows it to continue And in this very moment, not only do you have Allah already having cared for you Because you are here with a mind, with reason, with a heart With everything that you have, He's already cared for you. He cares for you now and He's further available to care for you. He's further available. So when you turn to Allah, please help me, and you deny He's already given you so much and He's giving you so much and He's available now to give you more, that is not an intelligent use of prayer. That is not an effective use of prayer. That is not a faithful, a full of faith prayer. That is not an elegant prayer because it just means you are insecure, you are desperate. You are acting out desperately. Having faith and acting out desperately are two different things. See, when you recognize, I have. Received already Allah's blessings I have them now And the gift of invocation That I can ask him his forgiveness And I can ask him to create realities that I want as true Is available to me now Those who turn to Allah with appreciation What does Allah says in the Quran? Which of the favors of your Lord do you deny? 31 times in one surah What does Allah say in the Quran? He says every blessing you have is from him What does he say in the Quran? He says, if you try to count the blessings of Allah, they're innumerable, you won't be able to. He says, we have given you hearing and sight, intellect and feeling, that you may be grateful. He says, but the most of humanity is ungrateful. He says, those who are grateful, Allah will give you more. See? When you turn to Allah with faith, what we need is faith. That's what we need. Not in our own intelligence in the intelligence that is greater than our own and not looking to the world of people and things thinking we need them because they did not give us what allah has given us when you recognize in this moment at this time you have allah and you give thanks for what you have and you begin to ask for more So what is prayer? Most of us think prayer is something, dua, is something you do when you're desperate. Dua is something you do when you're not desperate. Dua you do when there's no problems. You ask for a life that is more satisfying. You ask for more health You ask for more wisdom You ask for more joy You ask for more satisfaction You can even ask for more money and abundance There's no problem with that You ask, you turn to Allah honoring Him For we humble ourselves before the one that has given us existence and the gifts And we turn to Him and praise Him because He is worthy of praise Because His intelligence has caused all this, you and I, to be And we turn to him in thankfulness Thank you Allah for the blessings and gifts Make me not be among those who deny your gifts and favors Those ungrateful people that turn to you in desperation Because we are needy in those moments Because we are trying to find something in the world And that's more important to us than acknowledging you Let us not make anything more important Than paying attention to Allah Let us not pay attention to people and things more then we pay attention to Allah. Because if you do pay attention to Allah, if you remember him, he will remember you. If you turn to him in appreciation, thankfulness from the heart, he says he'll give you more. And if you understand he has cared for you, cares for you now, and is further available to care for you, he can forgive you your sins. But first we have to admit, we are astray. And that's not in vogue Not many people like to admit they are astray That's why the verse says Invoke me and I will surely respond Except those who are arrogant For them there is a grievous fire of hell See, you are arrogant when you deny Allah You are arrogant when you fail to praise Him You are arrogant when you fail to be thankful to him You are arrogant when you trust your own intelligence and not the intelligence of Allah You are arrogant when you turn to the people and things of this world And you depend on them instead of depending on Allah You are arrogant when you think you can control and change your life And make it be the way you want it to be Instead of turning to him and ask him for what you want You ask him for protection He is your protector Allah says Without Allah there is no protector You might think I got ADT Chabalams See I got a security guard I'm okay You can do what you want To try and keep yourself safe But without the protection of Allah You're finished You can control You can use your Nafs, powers You can use your own intelligence I'll look after me I know how to look after me I'll use my reason I'll find the ways And you won't turn to Allah And say, I ask you for protection, for me, for my... Because only you can protect me. And whoever Allah protects, nobody can harm. Even if you don't have chab and ADT. Do you understand? So we are not understanding. We're not understanding. That it is for us to begin daily, get clear about Allah and get clear about his gifts and favours, and get clear about what's important to us in life. Otherwise, as the Quran says, it is Satan that threatens you with insecurity, and causes you to behave in ways unseemly. It is Satan that leads you astray and get desperate and behave badly, needy, desperate, force, control, steal, cheat, harm, wrong. It's Allah who offers you his forgiveness. And it is Allah who offers you His bounty. So Allah didn't put an upper limit on joy. But most people don't understand what joy is. They don't ask for it. You see, if I didn't do these talks every Friday, this is my seventh year Jummah lecture, Alhamdulillah. I wonder if I would have done this research. If I was like other people doing this kind of selling, buying and selling, would I also get lost in the world and forget about Allah? when I get so lost in the world that I forget about he's available to me to support me in this world Allah says in the glorious Quran that you ask him for the benefit in this world and ask him for the benefit in the world hereafter see Allah says that strive for the home of the hereafter but forget not your portion in this world Allah doesn't want you to live a life of deprivation and hardship he says in the glorious Quran Allah does not want hardship for you he wants ease for you do we ask for lives of ease is that important for us that we want a life of ease it's halal ease see do we ask for joy do we ask to be strengthened in our recognition of Allah do we ask to be strengthened in our appreciation of his gifts and favors that we become those who can recognize do we ask for his support in our lives, in our businesses? Do we ask for his support in our marriages? Do we ask for his support in our relations with our children? See? These are things we don't hear about. And our lives get bad to worse. People's quality of life is, is getting bad to worse. Not only are we depriving ourselves of Allah's blessings in this world. We are also depriving ourselves of Allah's blessings in the hereafter. The idea is to think long term. See, the akhirah and this world both are important. But we get so distracted with survival in this world. I just got to survive. Just keep up with the Joneses. Just make sure my children have the luxuries that they want. Just make sure everything is okay for now. Short term. That's when we get problems in our lives our problems in our lives that we're making du'a for alleviation from the only problem is that we haven't recognized Allah and we don't have faith we can pray without faith many of us are doing it and we're thinking we're praying what does the Quran tells us about prayer? prayer transforms when you are in a state of salah it keeps you away from wickedness and evil the more we hear You know the azan Come to success Come to success But why aren't we a group of successful people Why aren't we a group of people Who are peace in our hearts Faith in our spirits Why aren't we abundant in all ways That we are happy, why? Because we're coming to salah But we're not coming with iman You see If every day you become more and more aware of Allah Your life begins to change automatically You don't have to change it And the more conscious you are of Allah, and the more you appreciate Him, the more you won't have problems in your life. I assure you. I've seen it from my own life and the lives of my clients. So we fail to do the important things. And then we have the consequences of them, which is hardship, suffering, threat, insecurity. We have a country unstable. We have looming, you know, all kinds of threats looming. Why? The Muslims... I've forgotten about Allah. You see, around the world they think Islam is the problem. I say no. Muslims are the problem. It's not Islam. It's Muslims. We, have not, we are not in awareness of Allah. We are not experiencing the security that comes from him. We are not recognizing and reading the Quran with meaning and understanding. We're not. We don't. If you did that, you'll find that you're so astray you'd at least be able to humble yourself and say, Allah, I am in error big time. Please forgive me. At least you'd be able to humble yourself before your creator and take responsibility for wherever we are in error. We, you know, we we deny the great Prophet Muhammad the way he lived, the way he lived I'm not talking about what it appears. I'm talking about the way he lived. Rahmatul al-Amin. The Prophet was sent as a mercy unto all the worlds. You know when you read, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil al-Amin. All the worlds. The Lord of all the worlds. And by the way, when you read that in your Salah, and we hear it being recited over and over, it says, Thee alone do we worship, and thine aid do we seek. So, the Muslims are the problem, not Islam, because they are living Islam, but a a version of it that is very far from authentic power. We are not recognizing the greatness of Allah. We are not recognizing the greatness of the Quran. We are not recognizing the greatness of the beloved Prophet Muhammad We are not recognizing the greatness of Islam. We are just feeling, I'm okay, you see. I'm a good person, I do this, I do that You're getting fooled, you're fooling Shaitan is the enemy of ours, he is fooling us Our condition is getting worse in our own lives In our families' lives, in our communities Why? Because we are not interested in having faith We are interested in having money Do you understand? We are interested in having the things of this world instead of the thing that when you have it, you'll have everything of this world. If you have faith, you have Allah with you. And if you are sincere in your appreciation of the gifts and favors that Allah has given you, you can invoke further support through dua. And you can ask for things that are really meaningful. Not to sort out your problem. I want a life of satisfaction in this world, Allah. Salam. I want to die a peaceful death. And I want to be in the afterlife in the best of experiences. Do you understand? Think long term. This shaitan that's tricking you, that sought out today, sought out today, sought out today, is a distraction. Don't wait until the last breath is coming out of you and you thinking, who's in the shop? You know, is everything okay with the children? You must be ready when our last breath comes upon us that I recognized Allah. I humbled myself before Him at least once a day. I was in a state of appreciation. The Quran says, Why would Allah punish you if you were appreciative and if you recognized Him? Why would He? Understand? And these things are simple. These things are free. You don't have to go and buy it from some store to do some ceremony with it. It has to come from the sincerity of you within you. Are you one who's going to live in denial of the one that gave you life? Are you one who's going to live in denial of the one that has given you life? I mean today, people give us money, we'll respect them for the rest of our lives. People give us a job for the rest of our lives. But Allah gifts and favors, many of us cannot see. So, with that... I thank you for again giving me this opportunity to speak about the most important topic, our creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to speak about what is perhaps the most important asset of the believer, which is dua. That it is a weapon that you, when you stop relying on your own intelligence and thinking that your own intelligence is really intelligent. And I told you earlier on, that many of us think we're intelligent. We are not. We've learned competencies. We've got seven A's at school because we were competent at maths, at history, at memory. Competencies are not intelligence. You learn how to fix a pipe, you learn how to do motor mechanics, whatever it is, you learn how to do operation. Those are learning competencies that doesn't make you educated and it doesn't make you intelligent. It just makes you competent. Many of us think we are are intelligent or educated when we are good at skills. I can run a business, I can run a very big business, I'm good at making money come to me, I'm good at making my wife not leave me, I control her, so I'm very intelligent. No, you're not. It is only the one who recognizes Allah That is intelligent See The one that acknowledges the intelligence That is greater than our own Is the prostration before Allah Allah. And the one that knows That whatever it seems like Allah has power over all things That is yakin Do you understand? (coughs) So inshallah I hope that has supported us in some way today That we commit That if you don't at least once a day for yourself For your children, if you don't teach yourself this, who is going to teach you this? If you don't teach your wives this, who is going to teach them? If you don't teach your children, who is going to teach them? This is the investment in a good quality of life in this world. And a good death. And in the afterlife as well. This is the investment. Think long term. Not what needs to be sorted out today. So inshallah, Allah grant us all the courage to pursue faith. Because the only thing we need is faith. Not people and things. When you have faith, you'll have plenty of people and things. And when the next time you think, I need money, remind yourself the money did not give you life and existence. And the money is not the power that you can turn to. That you need faith. When you need money, it's really you need faith. When you need help of another human being remind yourself that human being did not give you life and existence when you turn to the world you'll get let down and when you get let down remind yourself it is because you fail to acknowledge the one that is always present you fail to acknowledge and you fail to utilize so I have available my latest uh, recording which is um, Ramadan, Allah's Blessing to Mankind Spiritual Upliftment this is 8 Jummah lectures I think one here and two special lectures, one was given at your place as well. There's over five hours of recording here. And it's reduced to 100 Rand for this MP3 CD, it's normally 150 Rand. if anybody's interested, I have a few copies. Or if you want, I can leave with the, the management at the, at the masjid here. Yeah. So all praise be to Allah. May each of us concern ourselves with the quality of life in this world, understanding the joy, love relationships, health is abundance as well as money and that when we pass away that that experience is important and the quality of that experience is important and where we go to the quality of that experience is important. So inshallah Ameen to that. Assalamu alaikum.